This is the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Cooney. Now, crank it up. Hollywood, you ready for some football, baby? Oh, yeah. My team didn't make it there, but uh, I love me some NFL Super Bowl. Yep. The Super Bowl is upon us. What a perfect time to do stadium rock. (laughs) So are we uh, doing a prediction since we're technically recording in the past? We could check if our prediction was right. Dude, I don't know if I like getting in the DeLorean and using the flux capacitator and, uh, you know, going all Did over the place. Did you say tater? <laughs> that is not a capacitator. It's a capacitor. <laughs> I'm in the South. Everything's a tater, dude. You were standing on your toilet and you were hanging a clock and you fell and you hit your head on the sink. And that's when you came up with the idea for the flux capacitor, which is what makes time travel possible. I do this. Oh my God. (laughs) You know what I was thinking about the other day? This relates to growing up rock. This is something that I was thinking about. I don't know what prompted it. I was watching a period piece on a movie or something where, you know, it was taking place in the fifties or whatever. So, 
do you think that if you took a time machine and went back to, let's just say, like 1960 and walked into uh, like Levi Strauss and said, hey, I predict that in, you know, 40 years, people are going to be paying boatloads of money for jeans with a bunch of holes in them. <laughs> Do you think they'd tell you to get out of here? It depends on how you told them, I think. <laughs> if you had pictures and drawings and, uh, you know, pictures of women's asses, not men's asses. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> I think they would be interested. I think you're crazy. I think there's no way in hell, no matter how you paint that picture for somebody in 1960, that they're going to be like, there's no way that somebody is going to buy a pair of jeans with a bunch of holes in it. And not only that, they're going to pay me premium money for it. You're crazy. I think you're concentrating on the wrong shit. I'm going by Levi Strauss saying hi. Tell them about it. I don't care if they believe me or not. Then go down to the stock exchange and buy myself about 20,000 shares of Levi's. <laughs> And just watch it rain money, baby. <laughs> really? Because that's the first place you would buy stock is at Levi Strauss. Hey, you brought it up. I mean, I'd buy it. Well, Amazon doesn't exist yet. I guess you, uh, IBM there yet? I don't know if IBM's there yet. In 1960. 1960. I don't know. I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, it's just an interesting thing. That's enough of that crap. We should go on and get into this week's episode. Well, well, hold on. You know what I was just thinking of? What? You know, at 8.20 tonight and 20 seconds, <laughs> it'll be 20, 20, 20, and 20, 20, and that's going to happen another 325 some odd times. <laughs> yeah, you and I know that. Apparently, some of our other friends don't. <laughs> Love you, Zeus. Who comes up with this shit? That's, that's what I don't understand. Love you, Zeus. Quit smoking the crack pipe. Put it down. <laughs> Respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what happens when you get on KISS Podcast and only talk about KISS. <laughs> <laughs> it rots oh. your mind, son. Oh, my God. All right. Can we move on to, to this week's episode? Let's do it. All right. This week's episode is tentatively titled For the Love of the Game or affectionately known as stadium rock and we're talking all about music and sports uh, so we got all kinds of stuff we put out there to social media and we got all kinds of answers and all kinds of thoughts and we're going to share a bunch of that stuff with everybody and uh, share some of our own thoughts uh, but before we do all of that we definitely got to do this It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. So for the Crank It Up Spotlight, um, we had a bunch of people answer us. And Tommy Gelati and Kalen Provo both agreed that this song would make an incredible, anthemic, fun song to hear at your local baseball game. Check out The Enforcer by Monster Truck. 
you remember. is as anthemic as it gets catchy too right you can get the crowd into it it's pretty cool i love monster truck and hey guess what they're canadian go figure (laughs) (laughs) yeah as soon as tommy put it out there caitlin was all over that yeah i know she was good grief that caitlin she got canadian pride Okay, so some of the stuff that came up when you start talking about sporting events and songs that should be played there, a lot of people had a lot of passion around, you know, and we have pride for our music, right? I like to call it my music, whether it's rock or metal or melodic rock, however you want to label it. But our friends and listeners that listen to our music and love our music have some pride that you're using our music to drive the fans wild and get pumped up for the game. But then when it comes to the Super Bowl halftime show, you got some idiot out there uh, doing some other kind of music and it's not rock. So why is it that you use our music in one way, but you don't respect it enough to have it at the Super Bowl halftime show? So I wanted to share the last 20 or so years of Super Bowl halftime shows and see if you remember any of them. So this year, obviously, will be J-Lo and Shakira. I can guarantee you I'm going to remember that one. Last year was Maroon 5 in Big Boy. Uh, not this Big Boy. I'm sitting right here. I wasn't with Maroon 5. Who's Big Boy? Big Boy is um, Andre 3000 or 2000's partner. What are they called? The um, Outcast. That's it. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2018 was Timberlake. Remember he did that uh, Purple Rain thing with Prince? Remember that? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Lady Gaga, was she the one that uh, came out from the roof or whatever? Um, yeah, and I was a, I like Lady Gaga a lot, but I didn't really think that that performance was all that much, but a lot of other people liked it. So maybe I just didn't, wasn't paying attention. I was at a party that night. I do remember that. I think that's the, uh, wasn't that one, the Patriots and the, um, the Falcons where the Patriots came back and won that Super Bowl. Oh yeah, maybe. I can't remember. I think that was that one. 2016 was Coldplay. And so here's what these guys do. They'll announce the Super Bowl, you know, artist. And then if it doesn't go over well or they think it's going to be a disaster, they start adding people last minute, right? So Coldplay was supposed to go. And I remember the first couple of songs, I'm like, just shoot me now. 
like it's just dreary music that wants me poke my eyes out. And then here comes Beyonce and Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson to like save the day. So it was kind of interesting that they added them. Yeah. 2015 was Katy Perry. That was a pretty good one. That was when uh, the shark costume and all that stuff came out, right? Yeah, and I actually remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Lenny Kravitz was in that one. Is that the one where Missy Elliott flipped everybody off? Was that that one? I don't remember. 2014 was awesome. I loved the Bruno Mars halftime show. I thought it was great. And having the Red Hot Chili Peppers involved was pretty cool. 2013 was Beyonce, and she had Destiny's Child join her. It was all right. 2012 was Madonna, and I think they started adding a bunch of other people because they were worried that Madonna wasn't modern enough. So a bunch of other people got involved. 2011 was pretty good. The Black Eyed Peas, Usher was there. Slash was there doing a couple of songs, or I think he did one song. I can't remember now. I definitely remember Slash because I was like, oh, look, a glimpse of rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 2010 was The Who. There you go. There's rock and roll. I totally don't remember. Like, uh, really? I do not remember these next three, but okay. You said The Who uh, took part in one. And then 2009 was Bruce Springsteen. In the E Street Band. Yeah. In 2008 was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I don't remember Tom Petty. I don't remember any of those three playing the Super Bowl halftime, but whatever. 2007, in my opinion, was the best Super Bowl show I've seen, which was Prince. Yeah. And remember him playing Purple Rain at the end, and it started raining, and it looked like Purple Rain. It was like there was some, I don't know, there was some extraordinary stuff happening there. I'm not too sure what was going on there. Yeah, I remember that. 2006 with the Rolling Stones, I remember thinking, God damn, they're old, and they're still out there. Yeah. Uh, 2005 was Paul McCartney. Yeah. That was, uh, that was all right. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that too. He was good. Uh, 2004 was Jessica Simpson, P. Diddy, Kid Rock, but Timberlake and Janet Jackson at the end stole all the headlines. Yeah, the infamous uh, wardrobe malfunction. That's right. 2003 with Shania Twain, No Doubt, and Sting. Sting must have been there for about three seconds. I do remember No Doubt a little bit. I don't remember Shania Twain. 2002 was U2. I remember. I'm like, I don't even need to watch this shit. I'm I'm sure people thought it was great. I did not enjoy that one. 2001 was Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. That's like three different shows. Yeah. That's a lot of star power there. Yeah. And then the year I just ended it, 2000, was Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, and Tony Braxton. I guess you can't get more diverse than that group of people. Yeah, I don't. I, I sort of vaguely remember Christina Aguilera. I don't remember Phil Collins, Tony Braxton, or Enrique Iglesias. Phil Collins, man, I saw him recently. He can't, he, he has to sit in a chair. Uh, when he's he's got to be in his mid seventies. Yeah, he's had a lot of back surgeries and shit, so he's kind of messed up medically speaking. But he sounded good. He got his son playing drums or something, I think. So, you know, it was a good show. But yeah, he sits sits in a on a chair the whole whole concert. So the listeners were right. There's not a lot of rock and roll happening at the Super Bowl halftime show, and. You know, it's about the commercials, kind of about the game. I didn't confirm this, but supposedly the artist has to pay to play the Super Bowl, which I think that knocks a lot of rock bands out. Yeah, supposedly it's something like that because the exposure they get is is ridiculous. Like 
you know, just ridiculous. I heard a stat. I wish I could find that stat. I didn't try to find it, but uh, there was a stat that equated uh, Super Bowl appearance to record sales at one point in time. It was crazy. Yeah, and the the rumor I heard was it's a million dollars to play the Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. But uh, So then I went looking for what is the top 10 rock songs heard at sporting events in the U.S., right? So whether you want to call them bumper songs, rah-rah songs, help fans get riled up because we're going to come from behind or whatever it is, or it might be like the introductions of the teams or whatever. So the top 10 songs, which I don't think any of these would probably be a surprise. I want to get your take on it. Number 10 was Come On, Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot. Nine was The Final Countdown by Europe. Eight was We're Not Gonna Take It by Twist's Sister. Seven, Panama by Van Halen. Six, Rock You Like a Hurricane by Scorpions. Five was Blitzkrieg, Bop by the Ramones. Four was Crazy Train by Ozzy. I'll tell you a story about that in a minute. Three was Thunderstruck by ACDC. Two is Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. And one is We Will Rock You slash We Are the Champions by Queen. None of those surprise you, right? Well, yeah, there's a couple on there that surprised me. Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones. I don't know that I've ever heard that at a at a sporting event. I'm not saying it hadn't been played. I just don't. It's not one that sticks out in my mind. And then Panama, Van Halen. Everything else sticks out in my mind. Like I, you know, I hear it on a regular basis. All the rest of the stuff. Come on, feel the noise. Final countdown. We're not going to take it. Rocky like hurricane, crazy train, thunderstruck. Welcome to the jungle. We will rock you. I hear we will rock you more so than than we are the champions. But all that stuff for sure. I hear all the time, like consistently. Yeah, I remember I had crazy train as my ringtone for a while. So I would be at a baseball game or whatever, and Crazy Train would start playing. I'm like looking for my phone, right? Like that's how often I remember hearing Crazy Train playing. It doesn't play just once a game. No, well, you know, I'm I'm in Braves country, so Chipper Jones, that used to be his uh, up-to-bat music, Crazy Train. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I went to Twitter and asked our listeners, out of these four songs, what do you hear the most? And gave them the choice of Welcome to the Jungle, Crazy Train, Rocky Like a Hurricane, Final Countdown. Those are the four I seem to hear the absolute most. And I will tell you, it was close between two of them. The other two weren't even close. Crazy Train got 32% of the vote, but Welcome to the Jungle got 38% of the vote. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a handful of songs that I would add to that list. I mean, obviously, you can't have a shitload of songs in a poll, but there are songs that definitely are like on a regular basis, and we'll get into those a little bit later on. So before we go too much further, let's talk a little sports. You don't like all sports, right? You're an NFL guy. I like a good amount of sports. Um, I'm a baseball fan for sure. Pro football fan for sure. I don't know a lot about college sports because growing up in California, you get the choice of pro sports you want. Yeah, uh, Basketball, I used to be into it big time. I'm into it less now, but I still follow it a little bit. Uh, hockey, I can get into it, especially live. Like hockey, I like watching live. The rest of those sports, except for baseball, I don't really like watching live. I can't get into soccer. I've gotten a little bit into car racing, and that's about it. Yeah. 
I grew up a baseball fan, so I was a huge baseball fan for a long time. I've gotten a little bit distant with baseball just because there's so many games and I don't keep up with it. When the Braves are doing well, I like that. But my family grew up in Chicago, so got to root for the Cubbies. That's my baseball experience, but I started out really liking NFL football. I still like NFL football. I'm a Steelers fan which is weird because I grew up in Florida. I know. I grew up in Florida, which makes it a little bit strange that I'm not like a Miami Dolphins fan. But I grew up a Steelers fan. There's a story associated with that when I was a kid. But then I became a diehard college football fan. So I'm a diehard Florida Gators fan. Blue and orange. That's what I'm all about. And SEC football in general. So football in the South is huge. And obviously, I grew up in the South, so uh, I follow college football pretty heavily. Basketball, I'll follow some college hoops. I could care less about the NBA. I just don't keep up with it. It's not my thing. And that's really it. Stock car racing, hockey, soccer, all that stuff. I don't know too much. Although I'm I'm starting to get in a little bit more and understand hockey because I work the local hockey games on a regular basis, so I'm starting to to learn a little bit more about hockey as, as time goes on. So that's my sports story. So let's get back to the music with uh, sports in, in regard. So, you know, you, you heard all of the songs that kind of are popular in the U.S., and we want to share some of the ones our listeners shared with us. But I want to hear some of yours. Like, what are some songs out there that you think could be great anthemic songs to use, but you just never hear? So we're talking about songs that I think from like lesser known bands, things that aren't being played on a regular basis now, right? If at all. Yeah, it can be lesser known, minor more known, but doesn't matter. All right. I got a few songs that I kind of picked out that I just off the top of my head, essentially. Uh, And I know there's a ton more out there, but there's a band called Pillar, P-I-L-L-A-R, and they got a song called For the Love of the Game, which actually I heard one time on an ESPN show, and that's where I first heard of the band, so I went and checked out the CD. The CD is actually pretty good. I actually think they might be a Christian band, but it's definitely hard rock.
that's a perfect song. Like ESPN did a really good job in picking that song for whatever show it was on uh, because that's definitely a sports song. Another one, Airborne, Stand Up for Rock and Roll or Rivalry. Either one of those tunes is perfect to get your crowd going. You know, one, it's off of Forevermore, Tesla, but it's called The Game. That's a pretty good tune. So that might make a good song for uh, sports. Adrenaline Mob, Come On, Get Up, or Raise Them Up. Either one of those. How about Armored Saint, Win Hands Down? I mean, that's perfect sports song. The band that was in our top 10, I guess, uh, last year uh, in 2018, Striker with Play to Win. Perfect song. Blackstone Cherry, Blame It on the Boom Boom. You got P.O.D. that's that's all over the place with uh, Click Click Boom. No, that's Saliva. P.O.D. is is also played quite a bit at sporting events, but Saliva, Click Click Boom is played a lot at sporting events. Uh, So they've got a few songs. They got another song called In It to Win It, uh, which would make a good sports song as well. So there's tons of hard rock and metal songs out there that I think are perfect to get the crowd going. Yeah, for me, I wanted to share a couple, and then I wanted to share some that I've heard that didn't make the top 10. You know, Bisto Blanco's got this great new song called Less Rip. I'm telling you, it would be a great rocker at a a show, or it'd be a great uh, walkout song to a reliever. A Funeral Bell, okay, maybe the lyrics don't exactly fit, but that riff, dude, that's got get a crowd together all over it. And then, of course, it clips themselves. I think they're um, Viva La Victoria is getting used in Europe right now. So at least I think that's what they almost wrote it for. So uh, that that'd be a good one. Being on the West Coast, you hear tons of Metallica. You would not believe how many times you hear like Master Puppets or Enter Sandman. You would not believe how much Sammy Hagar you hear out here. For whom the bell tolls, seek and destroy. Like ACDC, Hagar, Metallica is played tons on the West Coast. Does the East Coast have like go-to bands or is it pretty much these top 10? No, it's ACDC and um, Metallica you hear everywhere. That doesn't matter. I, I hear Enter Sandman nowadays. I hear it as much as any other sports song all the time, Enter Sandman. I also hear ACDC. You're hearing Hell's Bells at the beginning of kickoffs. You're hearing TNT a lot. You're hearing all kinds of ACDC. I mean, so both of those bands get played plenty. Sammy Hagar, not so much. I don't recall hearing any Sammy Hagar being played. Although I'll tell you what, you do uh, once in a while hear right now with Sammy singing for Van Halen. That gets played every so often. Yeah, I think it depends on, you know, it's just like we kind of talked about movies a few episodes ago. The directors of all these movies are basically our age, right? The folks that are in the film industry, they were the up-and-comers 20 years ago, whatever, and they've built a solid career in film and TV. They're all in this 50... 55 range, which means their music, if they grew up with rock, is the rock that we all love. And that's why I think some of this stuff is staying alive in TVs and movies. You got to figure that the guys that are DJing these games or or involved with the team in some facet are also in their 40s and 50s. That's probably why like some of these guys from uh, 
like Fred Corey, right? Isn't he with like one of these hockey teams doing their music? Yeah, Fred Corey from Cinderella is with the uh, Sacramento Kings, if I remember correctly. I think that's that's who he's uh, doing uh, their music. He's dealing with the music for the Sacramento Kings in some way, shape, or form. I think that's what I recall. So you would think that you know some of these guys that are DJing out there, especially in these type of events, they know all the rock songs of our era and that they would use it more. Maybe that's why it gets used. Well, it's kind of funny. So like I said, I work uh, local hockey games at the arena here, and they call it a pro team, but I think essentially it's like a farm team for the NHL. I mean, it's not an NHL team. So whatever you want to call it, I'm like I said, I'm not that familiar with it. But last night I was working a hockey game and uh, they have an organ player at the hockey game and he launches into last night. There's a couple things he plays. uh, And this is a song that I hear a lot at sporting events. Kickstart my heart. You hear that all the time at sporting events uh, nowadays. But he launches into on the organ the intro to Russia's subdivisions. <laughs> Who the hell's going to know that? No, I guarantee you nobody at that event last night knew that song. I did. I knew the intro, but you're not gonna, nobody else going to know that intro. I just I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so he'll play rock at the warm up and, and while the team, you know, before the gates are open and the team is just out on the ice, he'll play good stuff. Like he'll bust out ACDC and, you know, in hockey, they have three periods. So in between the first and second period, the team leaves, goes and takes a break and then they come back. Well, between the first and second period, when they come back on the ice, they come out to fuel by Metallica. And then between the second and third period, they come out to Thunderstruck. So there you go. Yeah, I think the song is probably important if they're using it for stuff like that, right? That the team's skating out to the ice or something like that. If you're looking for like crowd chants, you could probably clip songs nobody knows that just happens to have a cool crowd chant in it. A perfect example, Airborne's Rivalry. Right at the beginning, the beginning, that whole beginning of that song is a crowd chant that would work well in any game, hockey or anything else. Plus, it's called Rivalry. Come on now.
All right, so we want to share some of the ones that our listeners sent in. Want to get your take on some of these. Uh, Trent Gates and our buddy Steve O'Wright sent in Crush em by Megadeth. And it sounds like Army football and the NHL is already using this. I'll tell you until yesterday, I didn't even know what song this was. Oh, I've definitely heard this before. And in fact, this song, Crush em, was originally the theme song for Bill Goldberg in WWF.
Oh, I didn't know that. This, I think that song's off Risk, right? That's probably why I don't know it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That was probably my favorite song off of that record. Uh, Andrew Block sent in Make Some Noise by Dead Daisies. I think we would agree with that. John Carey 5, Free For All by Ted Nugent. I, there's probably a few Ted Nugent songs that would work. That's Josh Carey 5. Oh, Josh Carey 5. Sorry, Josh. With Free For All by... <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Josh. <laughs> um, there's other Ted Nugent songs that would probably work, right? Stranglehold, maybe? I don't know. I think I know what you like, but I say I think. I think I say. I know that ain't nobody out there came to be mellow tonight, now did you? I say, I say that, I say there ain't nobody. I say there ain't nobody not out there that even wants to be a little bit mellow, now is there? Anybody wants to get mellow, you can turn around and get the fuck out of here, all right? Do you hear me? It's a good scene, isn't it? This is a love song. I'd like to dedicate this to all that Nashville pussy. This is a love song called Wang Dang Sweet Poom Tang. Oh, yeah, I think so, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Smith had the hero by Queen. That song's a little bit musical theater for me. I don't know. I listened to it again the other day. I'm like, I don't know. Am I missing something with that song? No, I don't think you're missing anything with that song. I nah, I tend to agree. There's way better, way better Queen stuff than that, and even really way better stuff than uh, uh, "We Will Rock You." I'll tell you another Queen song that you hear every once in a while is "Under Pressure." You'll hear that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. You just usually hear the lick, though, right? I don't even think it ever gets to the actual song. You'll hear the chorus. They'll just pl- yeah. bust out the chorus under pressure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Napoleon Name and Mike Taylor both said We Will Rock You by Queen. We already talked about that one. I thought C. Scott Buchanan had a great uh, little comment here. The intro to ACDC's Hell's Bells, of course. You know, you hear it all the time on TV. Because TV, now as they're showing the score of the game and then they kind of go to commercial at times, plays a bumper on the way out. I heard Elevate by the Winery Dogs one time that way. Uh, a year after the song had come out, I'm like, oh my God, that was Elevate. And it went to the commercials. Kind of cool. Um, but uh, C. Scott says, you know, <laughs> with all the thousands of songs that are out there, like, why do they keep playing the same 10? He's getting tired of them. I, I agree, actually. It, it kind of it shows that they, they don't have people that really know music. They're just kind of taking the lazy way out. Well, right? yeah, but here's the thing with... <laughs> So normally I would be on board with that comment, but at a sporting event, people that go to sporting events aren't necessarily music fans. So the idea at a sporting event is to get everybody at that sporting event to get hyped up. So part of the way that I think they do that is by playing something that's familiar to them. So I think that's why you keep hearing stuff like Hell's Bells, Enter Sandman, We Will, We Will Rock You. I mean, they don't have to play any guitar or any lyrics or any vocals or anything. All you have to do is hear that beginning drum beat to We Will Rock You and people do what? They start stomping the the uh, bleachers, right? Yeah, it's amazing what you can get humans to do with a simple little melody. 
I think that's kind of why they keep playing the same stuff over and over is because they want people to be familiar and know, hey, Thunderstruck, uh, whatever, you know, it's the same stuff. So that's my take on it. Bill Elam shared, tie your mother down by Queen. Totally agree. Robin the Hood said, last time in Neverland by D.A.D. I had not heard this song till the other day. It's a good song. I didn't have that like anthemic chant or something, but it's definitely a rock song. I guess that could get you pumped up. Ed Hapnowitz, if I'm screwing that up, Ed, I'm sorry. NIB by Black Sabbath. I, I might have heard that a couple of times. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Brian Dave, Fight to the Finish by Gamma. Good Lord. <laughs> I listen. Brian, I, I, I listen to it. Uh, I need to disagree with you, Brian Day. I love you, though. Thanks for listening. Um, God dang, <laughs> digging deep into the gamma. <laughs> yeah, bag. yeah. Uh, Jason Bluski said, Stop Moving by Royal Republic. Dude, that's such a fun song. God, I love Royal Republic. I don't, I don't know if uh, I, I have to hear that song more recently, but in this context. Jody have not stick them up by mass intruder. If you ever heard this song, it's like stick them up, stick them up, MF, MF, stick them up. I would love to hear the crowd singing that. That would be really cool. Uh, and they probably all get robbed or something. Jacob, the snake, Widerski and Jeff White agreed on thunderstruck, which we talked about. Yeah. Uh, Craig Bowen said friends and family by terror vision. I had never heard that song till yesterday. Very fun, up-tempo song, if you haven't heard that. I don't know who Terror Vision is. Who is that? <laughs> I'll, go into a, I'll go into a short version of who Terror Vision is. So Terror Vision is a pretty, they were a pretty big band in the UK. The band that I was tour managing, Mother's Day Out, we actually did two months in Europe with Terror Vision as their opening act. <laughs> wow. Okay, I don't know who those guys <laughs> so, are. So there you go. Well, it's interesting because... They're a band that could play 5,000 seats and more in Europe, but they didn't even have a deal here in the U.S. So uh, that just goes to show you there is a difference. You can be a big band in, in Europe and not here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, Jeff Humphrey said, sports song by Weird Al Yankovic, go to the 110 mark. So I didn't know this song. So I went to the 110 mark, and it goes, we're great, you suck, we're great, you suck. I'm like, oh, yeah, that could work. That's uh, pretty cool. <laughs> we're great, we're great, and you suck. You suck. We're great, we're great, and you suck. You suck. We're great, we're great, and you suck. You suck. You suck. You're Cedar Bucks, we're great. and then there's you. You suck. We're really, really great. We're great. In contrast, Sean Few said, Stand Up and Shout by Dio. That should be used more, actually. Yeah, Stand Up and Shout or We Rock. Either one of them would be great uh, songs at uh, at a sporting event. Zach Feinstein said, Bastards of Young by The Replacements. That song's just kind of meh to me. I, I don't know it. <laughs> yeah. So Brian Harris said, Baby Shark Dance. Now, if Brian Harris means the one from Pink Fong, Brian, Puff Puff Give. <laughs> puff Puff, give, please. Nephew, you got perfect timing. About to start a little puff, puff, give in this motherfucker. <laughs> you down? Because <laughs> that song is very, very interesting. Pink Fong? That's a dumb name. What is, <laughs> what's a pink fong? 
I don't. They need to puff, puff, give. <laughs> Dan Solis, good friend of mine, he goes, I've always liked how MLB allows the players to have walk-up music. Yeah. If I played, it would be to Hail to the King by Vince Sevenfold. I love it when the song says, I'm going to destroy you.
that would be a great walkout song. Yeah, that would be a sure. good walkout song, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And then Dan would throw four high in the strike zone and walk somebody, hit the next guy, and throw a lollipop or three-run homer to the next guy. So, Dan, um, yeah, you can dream, buddy. Yeah, so, Dan, what would your what would your walk-off music be, Dan? Because apparently you ain't staying in long. <laughs> Sorry by Buck Cherry. That's the walk-away song. <laughs> Howard Robinson said, Screaming for Vengeance by Priest. There's a bunch of Priest stuff that would work. Yeah, tons of priest stuff would definitely work. Screaming for Vengeance. Uh, I love that song. I don't I don't know if it a great sports song, but it's yeah, kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. Ross Fikert uh shared Don't Damage the Rock and Rock the Nation by Montrose. The only problem I like those two songs. The problem with those two songs is the mix is so bad it's got no punch. Yeah, because it's an older song. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a twisted sister song. I totally forgot about. Ivan Gilsick said, Wake Up the Sleeping Giant by Twitch's Sister. That is a great song. I have never heard that in what a sport. What record event. is that on? Love is for Suckers. Not that would explain why I don't know that song that well. That record blows. Is that a decent song? It's a really good song, uh, actually. All right. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, David Reloke said, Steel Dragon, Stand Up and Shout. Uh, was a staple at the Stockton Thunder games. I think Stockton Thunder is the minor league hockey team out here. It might be the minor league baseball team. I can't remember now. David, first of all, I love that song. Second, Steel Dragon's not a real band. But Stand Up and Shout is a great song. <laughs> I think that song's just called Stand Up. And Sammy wrote that song. It's a great song. Yeah, that, I think that song is in a regular rotation at a few games. I've heard other people talk about it. Um, and it might have been... It might have been Millie that was telling us about it, or Jeff Scott Soto might have mentioned it. I don't remember which one, but somebody's mentioned that before. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's an obvious song. That should be played at sporting events for sure. Tony from Restraint said Eternal Fire by Beast in Black, and I was listening to it today. Dude, you could like joust to that song. Joust to the song. Joust Is there real jousting that happens? Joust the game, or you actually want me to jump up on a horse and get a big old wooden stick and like (laughs) joust somebody? Well, you can get a wooden stick. I'm going to get something that's metal and kick your ass. I don't know if I can ride a horse. They didn't use metal uh, back then, though. Uh, really? There was nothing metal on them? No, uh, maybe the little uh, thing that you put your hand in, but the the, <laughs> jou- the actual joust was a big wooden stake thing, I think. But they were wearing metal shields, so what was the wood toothpick going to do to the metal shield? Dude, I don't know. I didn't live in the night days. Why don't you ask King Arthur? <laughs> My guess is there was something metal tip at the end there, buddy. What? Are all of a sudden you uh, freaking Knights of the Round Table or something? I am King Arthur. And we are the Knights of Justice. We pledge fairness to all to protect the weak and vanquish the evil. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm an expert in jousting. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit more about it, Merlin? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear about jousting, it reminds me of uh, the cable guy, <laughs> the movie. Yeah. And he, he, asked, for, uh, uh, he asked for a fork. And the, remember the waitress says, we don't have utensils at blah, 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 because they didn't have, oh, in, at medieval times, because they didn't have utensils at medieval times. Have you ever been to a medieval <laughs> times? 
Yeah, yeah. But then remember he said, but you have Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, I do remember. That was probably the best part of that movie. I didn't love that movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Cole Thornton said, who's better than us by Jim Brewer and the loud and rowdy. And now I never heard that song. Heard it yesterday. It's good. Is he talking about the comedian Jim Brewer? Yeah, he put out a record and and supposedly the music wasn't that bad. It was, you know, because Jim Brewer likes, he loves ACDC and hard rock. So what did it sound like ACDC? No, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as crunchy, but it was a good song. I mean, it was a good rock song. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he put out a whole he put out a whole music record where he's singing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I I actually heard it wasn't that bad, but I've never actually listened to it. Britannia Bianca Elam. Now I don't know if there's any relation to Bill Elam there. Yeah, it's Bill's daughter. We met her. At, oh, okay. We met her at so, Rock and Pod. Oh, okay. That was her. Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. Uh, she said, Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. And I was thinking today, you know, everybody knows I hate myself for loving you, that kind of stuff. But when you listen to something like Bad Reputation, you remember quickly that Joan Jett was from a punk family. Yeah. I, right? That, that's her that. background. I've heard that song, I think, probably at, at a sporting event. Yeah, I think I have too, just not that often. I love that song. Um, Moose Haney said, Rapid Fire by Judas Priest, no doubt. Travis West said, The Trooper by Maiden. There's probably a bunch of Maiden songs that could make this grade too. Yeah. Especially with that galloping bass line. Yeah, you think The Trooper is a good one though? Yeah, just the music. Yeah. Like a walkout music, that'd be pretty good. Okay. Dave Kostka said, Still Kicking by Danger Danger. Uh, it's a pretty good song. Danger Danger. You wouldn't think Danger Danger is like anthemic type music though, but uh, Still Kicking is a pretty good song. Yeah. Um, John Clark says game on by disciple that had no clue what it was. Listen to it. Dude, that thing needs, that's like written for a mosh pit, rush the field, going to take down the goalposts kind of thing. Is it thrash? <laughs> it's pretty rough. It's thrash. Uh, it's more, it's more death metal uh. than it is thrash. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, I said fast taker by man of war. I know you're a huge man of war fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, I like man of war and their loincloths. <laughs> uh my buddy curtis shaver said been there lately by slash's snake pit um that's a good song i haven't heard that song in a long time i love that tune um scott gull said push by dio was anthemic hang tough by tesla that's a good one too yeah uh push by dio is a good one uh hang tough yeah uh mention balls to the wall by except yeah i don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Balls to the wall would be fine. I don't know if they're going to be able to play something like that, but maybe. Well, Brian Davis wants it played, so I'm assuming a Giants games. So uh, maybe I'll hear a Giants game sooner or later. Yeah. Shane Tucker said, "Walk by Pantera." That's uh, that's aggressive. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I'm, or hostile. <laughs> that's another oh, good one. Hostile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christopher Powell said, Bon Jovi, raise your hands. I die for you. Journey separate ways. Ask the lonely twisted sister. We're not going to take it. Europe, the final countdown. I think I've heard all of those except for I die for you. Definitely haven't heard. I die for you. Uh, separate ways. Yeah. You hear the beginning keyboard intro once in a while. Never heard ask the lonely at, at a thing. Uh, twisted sister. Definitely. We're not going to take it. Final countdown. Absolutely. Yeah. So. So Anthony Porter, I guess, took a 
shot to get some self-promotion. So he said, years ago, they used to play the clashing plaid songs, Let's Not Be Friends and Happy Little Hell, which I couldn't find either song, at Flyers, Wings, and Phantom Games in Philly, usually after a fight. Then come to find out that's his band. I've never heard him reference the clashing plaids. He references the other thing all the time, but it's not called the clashing plaids. I don't know. That's what he wrote. All right, A. Porter. There you go. <laughs> Dustin Roxfold said Craziest Show on Earth by Greg Golden Band. I have never heard that song. Couldn't find it. So I don't know what song that is. Jason Roshan said When Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000. That is a great song. I haven't heard that song in a long time. And Knock Me Out by Child's Play. It's a good song. I don't know if it worked in a, uh, in a stadium, but that Power Man song, that's, that's a good song. That Child's Play record's pretty good. I hadn't heard that song in forever. I'd have to listen to that song again to tell you my opinion on it, but I like that Child's Play record. So, yeah, the listeners shared a ton of stuff. Thank you, uh, first of all, for sharing and uh, answering us and giving us a bunch of songs to listen to because there were some of those songs I had never heard before. But it just goes to show you there's a lot of music out there that would work. Hey, guess what? What? We got a review. Oh, boy. Let's read. All right. (laughs) So it's a five-star review in Apple, Apple Podcast, and it is from Space Ace 30. So no doubt an Ace Fraley fan, you think? Uh, Yeah, 30 years ago, maybe. No, no. Yeah, Space Ace fan. Come on. It's the Space Ace. It's five stars, and it's entitled Rock is Still Alive. I like the sound of that. They say rock is dead, but that's not true. It is out there. You just have to find it. Hey, that's what we say all the time, don't we? Sonny and Steven do a great job keeping rock alive. The podcast highlights new rock music and discusses the classic rock I grew up with. I highly recommend this podcast if you're a fan of rock and roll. It says keep up the good work. That's it. So short and sweet. We like it. Thanks, Space Ace 30. We appreciate you. Yeah, and thank you, everybody, for uh, sharing us and uh, retweeting us also. And, you know, the reviews always help, and just all the feedback we get is pretty cool. But before we end this show, let's go to this. You wanted the best, and you got the best. The hottest band in the world, Kiss! It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So for our historic moment, there was a few folks that uh, answered our post with some Kiss songs. And Zayden Black said King of the Mountain. Stacy DeVille said Let Me Go Rock and Roll. And both Nyren Kavura and Ben Marth agreed that this late 90s classic should be played at stadiums. Here is Raise your glasses. Yo! 
other kiss classics well okay let me not call them kiss classics because people start yelling at me but what are some other kiss songs that might be good for sporting events what about rise to it uh yeah i've never heard it i you know you hear rock and roll night that that you hear every once in a while i've heard love gun i think once or twice yeah but i mean what what about songs that maybe don't get played that you think might be decent uh fits like a glove Oh, if it's like a glove, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, that's really good, Sonny. Good job. <laughs> what about hate? <laughs> hate could be interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, some of the fast 80s songs would work, like Exciter, Under the Gun. Like It just depends on kind of what you use it for. You'd have to use it for like a walkout song or a bumper thing. At the right before a commercial or on the way in, War or, Machine would be a good walkout song. War Machine would be awesome. Yeah, but the problem is it end up being I love it loud, so the whole crowd has to go, hey, yeah, and drive me nuts. Yeah, <laughs> can't be any worse than uh, the Braves. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it sounds? Because that's pretty bad. No, that's it's. <laughs> That's my rendition of it. <laughs> wow. How about Shandy? <laughs> That'd be, that'd be oh. good. <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, yeah. No, there's. I mean, there's some Kiss songs that would work, and they're known for writing some of those anthemic songs for sure. But uh, nothing really ever. All you ever hear is rock and roll all night. That's it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So is it time for our Super Bowl predictions? Yeah, I'm in. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, Are we going to predict who's even in the Super Bowl? Because that hasn't even happened yet. I'm going to predict who's in the Super Bowl, what the story is going to sound like, and who's going to win. What the story is going to sound like? Yep. What story? Okay. So here goes. I say... The Chiefs wipe the Titans out. Titans, nice run. Get out of here. That's not going to work. Kansas City's going to the Super Bowl. Then what's going to happen is Green Bay is going to beat San Francisco for several reasons. Number one, I absolutely hate San Francisco. Number two, San Francisco passed on Aaron Rodgers being the first pick 15 years ago and would have made him probably the richest man in football at that time, but instead got Alex Smith. And Aaron Rodgers has never forgiven them. So for them to be this close and him to be able to knock them out and go to the Super Bowl and then beat his friend Patrick Mahomes in the 15th year of his NFL career and be a Super Bowl champ again, I got a feeling Packers are going to go all the way. Nah, that's not going to happen. 
Here's what's going to happen. It's going to happen exactly like that. It's not going to happen exactly like that. What do you mean he's never forgiven him? What are you, his priest now? <laughs> he's never forgiven him. It's a chip on his shoulder. The story writes well. Okay, here's what's going to go on. Chiefs, definitely going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to beat the Titans, for sure. I believe that. I just think they're the better team. And then the 49ers are looking pretty damn tough. I don't know if the if the Packers are going to be able to take them. I think it would be a nice um, NFL story for the Packers and the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl. And, you know, the NFL is probably crooked, so they probably make it happen. <laughs> but I actually think the 49ers are a better team than the Packers are. So I think it's going to be the 49ers and the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is going to take it. I think the Chiefs are going to win this thing. They're looking strong. No, Mahomes is going to be the Dan Marino of the 80s. Nah. He's going to be great. He got there early and never won. Nah, I don't agree. I think I think they got too good of a coach, too. That's the other thing. We will see. He was a good coach before and never won. That's true. That's all going to happen right before the, uh, right before the Monsters of Rock cruise. That is correct. All right. Well, damn, this has uh, been perfect timing for this uh, stadium rock for the love of the game, whatever we end up titling this thing. Uh, hopefully the listeners have enjoyed this, enjoyed the few tunes that we played along the way. What else we got to do? What else we got to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, nothing really. Just want to thank you all for the feedback and all the support. Uh, boo Niners, and we will catch you later. See ya. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.